0: Pray in tongues while you work Welcome to Holy Ramblings A
1: podcast about the important and often humorous Reality of living a Jesus-focused supernatural life Welcome back! Hey. We are back. My name is John T, and I am Thomas, and that is our names. Um. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I feel like that—that that, the, the, like six-year-old in me like,
1: "That's my name. Don't wear it out." Oh, like, there guys, do you want to talk about uh, Instagram?
0: <laughs> yeah. So, if you're yet to be a subscriber to our podcast, we'd love you to subscribe. You can check we us do. out on Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud. And you could follow or subscribe on any of those platforms. Make sure you do because we're released fortnightly and you don't want to miss a single moment of Holy Rambling goodness. And you can also check us out on
1: Instagram oh, yeah. at Holy Rambling. At Holy Rambling. And then you can get in touch with us if you'd like. Yeah, do. that would be quite fun to hear from you. Yes. Hear the many voices. Out loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That are not inside my mind. So this week we are looking <laughs> about, a final, we're looking about, that's not a thing, we're talking about... A fun new subject, Supernatural in the Workplace. Yes, if our song didn't let you know. <laughs> um
0: We figured it would be fun to talk about what it looks like to actually have our eyes open in the spirit at the places we work. Now, we do realize, John T and myself, we uh, that we work at a church. Uh, correct. Uh, so it might be different currently, right this second, for us to kind of live at work in the spirit. But actually, both of us have backgrounds in, in different ways. Being out and about, it, it's not like we were born into this profession. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 we weren't. We weren't, we weren't. Um, so we figured we would we would go with what we've seen, what we've experienced, and what, maybe what we can recommend for you guys
1: who are presumably out and about mm. in the real world. So I think we both have experiences of being in work and knowing about the supernatural, not knowing about the supernatural, and wins and losses. And, yeah. Yeah, you know, we can just share what we've, what we've been through, and, um, and that's what this whole podcast is about, when we ramble on. And make jokes about it at the same time. I love making them jokes. So, Thomas, do you want to kick us off, mate? What? Yeah.
0: Well, because, I mean, so one of the hard things for me is uh, I've been, as some people put it, a professional Christian for the last 15 years or so. <laughs> um, so it's been a little bit of time since I've, I've been out in the real world. Uh, but I can still very strongly remember because before I worked uh, for a church, before as a pastor, um, I worked in in a couple of different places. Mm. One of which was a, a corporate headquarters I, for a huh, um, I didn't that. for a, a a kind of shop that's a little bit like Boots or or. Actually, boots is probably a really good example uh, in America. So I worked at the corporate headquarters, helping run it uh, cool. and develop boots. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Booties. Yeah. It's called Cabo Boots. <laughs> <laughs> I assume um, that's what everyone in America speaks. Like. Yeah. Um, but it was I worked in the department that helped kind of build their technical and logistical procedures. Sounds so exciting, and it was. I've got to be honest, uh, there were some nice people, but I did find it utterly (laughs) soul-destroying to just work in a corporate office and go in nine to five every day under fluorescent Uh. lights, just doing this, like, simple tasks, making sure things worked. It wasn't quite what I was called for, ultimately. Um, But what I do remember, kind of looking back, was just the horrible fashion sense,
1: khakis and... Polo shirts, no. Um, <laughs> the spiritual atmosphere? Is that just because I'm wearing khakis or polo shirts right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: um, no. Uh, but the the spiritual atmosphere of, of a corporate environment can be very interesting. Yeah. Um, presumably there is going to be ambition, right? Like presumably, like you a want bit. there to be a certain amount of ambition, but there is a lot of ambition. But also, there's. I mean, I was bringing in enough kind of boredom and self loathing <laughs> uh, <laughs> that it was enough for everyone else. Perfect. I just remember constantly though being at the whim of how everyone felt yeah like the air was always stress-filled right it's a corporate environment we're 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 in charge of hundreds of stores
1: Mm, and there's
0: so much pressure and there's not only the pressure on us from all the stores but then like our managers feel pressure from the the higher ups and like i never knew my boss's boss like that's that's not how that worked and so it's like such a heavy corporate environment so they're all under the stress and we're under stress and then they stress us and we clearly stress them i mean I was working there, <laughs> um, but I do remember I felt a drift in it. Like I, 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 it was at a time that I wasn't aware, I wasn't having my spiritual eyes open, mm. but I could still sense the the kind of spirit in the air, right? Like if you could almost sense if someone was upset, you could sense if someone was anxious, you could sense if there was there was a
1: demand to perform. See, I think most people can feel like that. You go into, yeah. I mean, you don't even be a Christian, you just go in and you're like, oh, it's just so. Buzzing with like, and I remember feeling
0: so trapped by it, like just so utterly helpless in that in that like vacuum. Yeah. Um. Because I didn't know what I had. I mean, now I know, right? Now I feel like I could I could be like, oh, why did I just deal with that? I could be releasing the the presence of God. But but at the time, I wasn't even thinking that way. No one Mm -hmm. taught me. I hadn't been trained. Um, I hadn't even thought of it. And so it was a very interesting thing. Like it uh, wasn't—I wasn't being proactive or not proactive about it. I just was simply ignorant.
1: Yeah. And that ignorance, though, wasn't bliss. It was—it was incredibly harmful. You're so right. I mean, ignorance really isn't bliss when you're in. When you're in, ultimately, what is a battleground? And I was unaware it was a battleground. Yeah.
0: How come the office always feels like a battlefield? A battlefield.
1: Battlefield. (laughs) Battleground?
0: Is it Battleground? I don't know. Like, um, feels like
1: bat- oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, and that's, I guess, really tough to not know that. As in, like, you're you just living by whatever's going on. So our heart is that by talking to you guys
0: today, you would actually be able to understand the realities that have surrounded you, but also the opportunities that are afforded to you. You wouldn't be like me, getting simply crushed for, like, by waves of, you know the enemy schemes against fun, fun, you. Fun, fun, yeah. But, but actually, you'd be like, oh, I have more than this. I can offer more than this. And I can reshape the atmosphere.
1: Mm. Is that a heart? That's a goal, I guess. Oh, okay. All oh, well, right, we'll try and aim towards that then. And to be <laughs> and to be snarky while we do it. Oh, okay, perfect. Because <clears throat> I think, like, for me, like, I've obviously grown up around the church and especially kind of this sort of teaching. So this isn't new to me, but I guess where... Obviously
0: I, speaking that also, you know, you grew up as a son of a vicar, Son that's of a, a preacher, man. Sorry, I mm. just did my head swivel. No one else could see that. Oh, I, did that. Uh, mm.
1: I, just, I just realized it might not be obvious to someone. I was like, oh, yeah, that's a thing. Well, obviously, if, if you know me really well. Um, and so you've got, uh, I, you know, I've grown up knowing a bunch of this stuff, but that doesn't mean I haven't had years where i have been like, you know what, I just can't be bothered. And allowed myself to be in that place where I've kind of just completely ignored it. And for me, um, I haven't always worked at a church, which is nice. Have I, you not? I have not. Oh. Um, you know, I've only been in this job for a year and a half, and I've worked at some charities, but it's you know, it's it's. I've worked a fair bit in sort of the, the corporate, secular world, um, in yeah. Music and in bands and in and in coffee shops and in coffee shops. <laughs> oh, if you ever want to know where the enemy resides, <laughs> no, no, I'm
0: I mean, I can attest to that as well. I've worked in a coffee shop.
1: is tough (laughs) yeah but um it's another place of worship (laughs) yeah well i mean you're not wrong (laughs) (laughs) and if you're up for worshiping that then it's wonderful um and throughout that i think i've those times i've had times where i've kind of wanted to be aware and kind of pushed into what's going on spiritually and and kind of and battled for my own Sort of well-being and sanity in those places, as well as where I've just ignored it and gone, you know what? I'd prefer just to not think about it. I'm not thinking about God these days at the moment, and so therefore I'm just going to crack on. Um, so,
0: can I ask what what might be some of the reasons that you would choose intentionally not to to be aware spiritually? Like, like presumably the people listening are are a varying christian backgrounds uh some people could have a really strong faith some people could be just learning their faith what might be <clears throat> in, in your experience in those days cuz yeah. like i said i i didn't know better and then i became a, i think for a me
1: like it's just interesting cuz like i obviously being being around it for a while i uh, you'd think it's just easy and you're like whatever but i think it takes energy number okay. one so it was, there was a definite element of just being like i just can't be bothered now interestingly enough i think that's also sometimes part of the battle is like actually it's not that that is a huge enemy scheme to just make you sleep it's like from um that film sleeping beauty where they kind of like make it sleepy for the whole town you know that's that's a real assignment from the enemy if you can make someone fall asleep like they did in the gethsemane then you're half battles won if
0: the enemy can make you feel like it's it's you know too much effort
1: yeah and the other one was uh, and I think this is maybe a reaction of a pastor's kid. And you know, there may be other pastors listening to this, where I just went, I don't want everything in my life to be Christian. Like I I live and breathe Christianity. I'm around the Bible. I'm, you know, every meal time is let's talk about the Bible. Every you know, and whilst that's not necessarily true, and that's a huge over exaggeration, as a kid I was like,
0: Man, as a pastor, I'm doing something
1: yeah. wrong. <laughs> as a kid it can feel that way. And as a kid, it can feel like your whole life and everything about it is based around that. Suddenly your parents' connections are the, where they're saying, hey, I can, I can help you out here, are people to do with church. And and for me, that became a real big thing where I went, I don't want everything in my life to be done with church.
0: I mean, you say that as a, as a pastor, and that's possibly true. But I guarantee you there are Christians who are just like, even we talked about it almost briefly in our holiday talk. But like, can I just have a little bit of time? Yeah. Just not being not being a Christian not being the the chosen
1: son or daughter, can I just have a little bit of time where this thing isn't a thing? I don't want to be a warrior right yeah. now, breaking the enemy's schemes. And but and it's and it's interesting because I think like for me, so especially when I worked for uh, a, a magazine, I was working for a um, uh, a music industry man, uh, like industry magazine. Um, <coughs> And kind of worked my way up from being an intern, part-time intern, to being the sort of head of the social media stuff and um, kind of very much sort of solidifying myself in that company. And I remember just being like, like I totally bought into it, you know, like I bought into the atmosphere. And so okay. instead of being like, I want to bring light and joy into this place, I was definitely like, I'm going to bring competition here. Like I I want to beat them. Um, and so there's that, I mean, this is my honest moment. There was like, there was totally that part of me. was like, how can I, how can I get my one up?
0: Like, it's almost like if I, if I started engaging with the spiritual side of this, I'd be drawn away from the thing that I kind of yeah. want to engage. Do in. I
1: want to be just and nice and good and holy? Or do I want to succeed? succeed? <laughs> no, Which no. isn't
0: the, isn't the juxtaposition in real life,
1: but the enemy definitely makes it feel like it is. Absolutely. And, and in my head, I was like, I want to succeed. And so, and again, that's not, always that's not the reality because i felt like jesus was a massive success (laughs) and there have been so many incredible successes of christians in the world and um so i i there was definitely a sort of um i actively went you know i'm not going to even bother with this stuff just because in my in my in my head and the lie that i believed was that i can get more done without it and that that it is such a clever lie
0: that the enemy does as well. Because first off, we coming back like we we are who we are. Mm. You, I'm sorry if you feel like you're always have to be the Christian. It's because you're always the Christian. You were always a son or daughter. You're never not you. You don't get to pretend. And that, while that mean doesn't mean that there's no rest. It, it doesn't mean that you, you probably shouldn't bisect yourself. You yeah. probably shouldn't have one version of you at work and one version of you at church. Totally. That's going to be way more exhausting.
1: I think this is where, for me, one of the things that helped me with this is, is the the picture that I used to have of a Christian, um, especially in kind of those days when I was I was very much tussling with it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all this. <laughs> it was it was almost like that Ned Flanders kind of thing where it's like, hardly hello, neighbor. Yeah, that's you know, not. That's not this. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at him now, uh, and like and just like total pushover, total like everyone's absolutely great. And I'm not going to focus on anything and kind of just bury my head in the sand and say, Jesus, you know, and, and I'm, and, and this was the end of the life. And the end of being like, cool. If you're going into a workplace where the music industry is dog eat dog world, and you are acting like that, you are going to be spat out so quickly. And so I was like, I need, to, I, I remember having a moment being like, I need to drop that so I can win um, and be something in this industry.
0: I mean, to be fair, if you, if you acted like that, you might,
1: if I act like Ned Flanders, exactly. But that but, was where it was a great lesson of being like, I'm not acting like being a Christian and being and being a warrior and and coming in and, and changing an atmosphere is not acting like Ned Flanders. That's acting like Jesus. flipping ninja. Yeah, you know, like ninja Jesus, ninja Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> or like, I mean, yeah. Uh, I'm like, sure
0: there's a shirt we could make a t-shirt that says flipping ninja Jesus and has like Jesus like doing a flip.
1: I. If if any of T-shirts designers are out there, just let us know. Um And so I think I just, for me, I kind of got lost into that, which was not, which was not fun actually. And
0: so it's yeah. like a little choice that ends up leading you yeah. down. Like,
1: and of course, like, of course, like there were, co- you know, I bought into that culture and so I was in the competition and did I still do well? Yeah. Would have I done well if I was changing the, atmosphere by praying over stuff yeah like i totally would have but what the fruit was was not me succeeding because i think that would have happened regardless it was um i was just under constant stress it was not fun it was tiring it tiring it's like in the non-good way in the non-good way yeah
0: not a job well done but exhausted
1: no i like i have regrets of people that tried to get one over me and i would have the last laugh wow (laughs) yeah well (laughs) but that was the kind of shenanigans that you get up with and like and it wasn't yeah i i actually look back and i'm like man i regret how i how i acted there or i regret the kind of the the power plays that you would make um because i totally could have done it without that and actually it could have been way funner and so i think for me this was a this was a great opportunity to realize um that just burying your head in the sand and being like, I'm going to just do the culture of the world. Isn't what it's cracked up to be. No. And it you doesn't can, equal success. You can
0: not only hurt others, but get quite hurt by it.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And yeah, uh, what would be for you? Some of the, again, cause you're the one who's got to do it more recently. Um, w- what were some of the successes? So you talked about times when you, you didn't, you didn't engage with the spiritual atmosphere or, uh, maybe I said that wrong. You did engage with the spiritual atmosphere. You didn't come against it. Mm. Um, what do you have any stories of where you kind of confronted the spiritual atmosphere? You're like, you know what? I'm going to remember who I am and I'm going to change this.
1: Absolutely. Um, so one of, one of the fun ones, um, is, is of a cut co- when I worked at a coffee shop and I worked at a coffee shop in this place called Barnes, which is in, in London. And it's really beautiful. It was by the, by the, um, by the river and kind of a really lovely part of, of London. Um, and we had, you know, professional footballers coming in, kind of to get their coffee every day, and you know, so it was a, it was a very nice, um, sort of quite rich area, um, and and my manager um, was a lovely woman, uh, Italian woman, who just struggled to have any confidence in herself and um and so you come into this atmosphere of just and then like it would just be disarray like it would be unorganized like and it was kind of the atmosphere was kind of taking after her um if she was manager she was she was the one in charge there and um it just like when i first started going there again i wasn't kind of actively going after stuff and it just felt like you just go in you come out and just be like oh who am i what am i what the heck am i doing in life like what is going on like you just feel low and for me i started to then fight against it a little bit and start praying in when i'd go in and start and you know, just start to feel a bit lighter and um and sort of some of the organizational sort of employees would kind of be brought to light and i that was what was that that was fascinating is it wasn't just okay now it's a nicer place and the people are still gonna screw me over but this is nice it was like oh things are coming to light which have been hidden where people have been so lighting. once you
0: started kind of walking
1: and being the light things actually literally came to light yeah well i guess figuratively still but you know what i meant and so it'd be stuff like people who have been sort of nicking all the tips and you're like oh that's not cool and then sort of but then then the blessing would come after that when you know and um and and so things kind of really shifted within my workplace not just like yeah it it has to when the atmosphere has changed there's got to be a physical change um and so as we kind of started going on and uh, and and she then started to open up and become more friendly and 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 actually got to the point where I was able to share with her a huge list of DNA that we'd been praying for at the church. Um and totally speak into who she was and pray for her and and this whole That's atmosphere, awful. whilst again you know, there was a part where it was like, I don't want everything to be Christian, but it wasn't just Christian, it was free. Yeah. And I, I felt free to then be me and not like not ultimately weighed down by expectations of what should be going on. And a lot of that felt sort of spiritually and demonic expectations of being like, you must adhere to this culture. And I was able just to be me and, and see the fruits of that. And I think it's really interesting because
0: it still comes back to that point that you didn't, you know, you didn't want everything to be Christian, but it's that, that lie ends up being so clever because the enemy likes to set it up that it's binary Mm-hmm. That there's a Christian world and a non-Christian world. And that's not really how Jesus ever operated, right? It's Absolutely. not like Jesus was like, well, I'm just going to kind of be the Christian over here. He was mm-hmm. like, I, I'm going to people's homes. I'm going to people's lives. He, he, you know, he hung out with tax collectors and prostitutes. And he was like, there was no Christian versus secular world for him. He was just him all the time. Mm-hmm. He was he was across everything. And it, it was, you know, in scripture we see constantly he's, he's checking with his father. He says he only does what he feels that that his father's doing and he sees that his father's doing and he says what his father's doing. And so he's constantly in these places of just following mm. the, the guide of the spirit and being really involved in that. And he doesn't, he doesn't bisect his world. Yeah. And he gets to call us into that, that we, we actually get to be this wholehearted person at all times. We get to follow the spirit and prompt. And in a lot of ways, like you had the opportunity to bless this woman mm. um, and, and change not just the spiritual atmosphere, a moment, which is useful and totally a blessing, right? To take, anxious moments into joyful moments. Yeah. It takes stress into peace and, and all those things. But you actually, you turned around just by being the presence God asked you to be in the spirit. You turned around like how businesses worked, how the, how that operation mm, actually absolutely. was functioning, how the employees were, 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 reflected. And that's, I mean, I don't mean to minimize your actions, but that's just simply being who you were intended mm. to be. You minimize um, what you like, well, cause it's quite profound, mm. but it's, it's a simple, but challenging action. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's not a complex skill to just be who you are, but I that doesn't feel remove like remove its challenge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, remove its challenge rather. Um But for me, it also, I mean, just looking through scripture, there's this time and time again where you you see people prompted by the Spirit just doing simple tasks that the Spirit yeah. asked. And one of the times in my head is uh like Philip in, in Philip. Acts when when the Spirit of the Lord uh prompted him and even like started him on a journey and it says uh you know the angel of the lord said to philip rise and go towards the south to the road that goes down from jerusalem to gaza uh this is a desert place and so he's like cool i'll I'll just go and one of my favorite kind of parts of this is actually once he's there it says in, in verse 29, uh, Acts eight twenty nine. it says, And the spirits to Philip, go over and join this chariot. Mm. And it wasn't just like a vague, like, I should go and be a happy Christian. It was actually like all the way specific down to like, go do this thing. Yeah. And, and in a lot of the ways that like you were like, I'm going to get an original design for this woman. Like the, you were led by the Spirit to do a very functional mm. task. And that, that kind of broke everything open. And I think for, for everyone listening, for us, even as pastors, how do we listen to the spirit in the, the practicals of what we're doing at work? Uh, whether that's, you know, praying in tongues while you work, maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe under your breath, right? Pray without ceasing. Absolutely. Um, whether it's, you know, you have an opportunity to put an ear pod in while doing some work because you're writing and, and listen to some worship music and, and worship and change the atmosphere that way, whether it's just to love and be proactive, whether it's to not accept the spiritual atmosphere of, of greed or ambition, uh, but to release, you know, peace and, mm. and joy and love, um, whatever that looks like, it seems that the spirit always has a plan and it's not so much like, well, the spirit does things in church and I have to do things out of church. But yeah. it's going, actually, we get to be one person. Man, what a joy, right? Like, I, I can't imagine how exhausting it would be to have to be two people. Cause that like sucks all I the joy out of everything. One. Yeah. <laughs> it would suck all the joy out of everything. Yeah. Right. If you, cause then you feel guilty for one thing and, and scared about the Absolutely. other. Like, I feel like that constant tension would be exhausting where if you're just like, I'm just going to love people like Jesus asked me to today, mm. uh, it will release and change atmospheres. Man, if everyone had the freedom to do that, if everyone knew the power that they carried, I can't imagine how London would be dramatically changed. Mm. Um, but even just you know even if it's just you right just you right now listening and you start it and you keep doing what either you keep doing what god's called you to do or you start doing something new um how how amazing could that be what what a great journey that could be mm-hmm. in front of you
1: i no, i thoroughly agree and like I, you know you, you want to change cultures you want to change cities you want people to come to know the lord and, you know actually our battleground you know our mission field isn't you know Africa or, or Asia or, or Australia or America, you know, like it's, it's our places of work. It's where we live. It's where we find ourselves now. Yeah. And, you know, I guess, you know, practically, you know, Thomas talked about it briefly, you know, kind of whether you're kind of praying in tongues or what you want to do. But one of the things that I found is I would go into somewhere and be like, so say that coffee shop, man, it just feels like there's so much intense sort of anxiety right now and so for me then i would then go cool i'm going to pick up on that anxiety and just trust that in my spirit that that's what's going on and i'd be like cool i'm going to come against this you know i have authority in god and, and in christ so i'd be like lord i just come against that that anxiety i just rebuke it in jesus name and say i am not standing for that and lord i release and this is where you get to then sort of release what what you what you want to see and what you want to declare and i'd be like lord i release your peace i yeah. release your joy in this place and it, just, and it doesn't need to be a long prayer. And it doesn't also need to be like, you know, like it can just be chilled out. Yeah, you can use that sound bite. It would just be chilled out just like under your breath while you're making a coffee or while you're like, I don't know, just while you're writing an email to someone. Just,
0: I tried to think of financial things, by the way, in this conversation. I don't know what financial people do. <laughs> while you are <laughs> writing it, numbers, 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 numbers.
1: Yeah. Mm, seven. I was fourteen. Like, I, don't, I don't know. I can't give an example. i I'm sure you can be Are supernatural. I'm,
0: I'm absolutely positive of. it. I just don't know what you do as a job. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's just us. <laughs> um, no, that's true. I mean, <laughs> I got, I ain't got a clue. But um, I think it's just important to sort of c- yeah, keep it simple. You don't, you yeah. don't need a, and you don't need a worship time beforehand. This is coming from a worship pastor. You don't need a worship time beforehand. I'm gonna ahead. use that soundbite. Um, now I'm going to delete it. I'm going to edit this out. Um, to, you do need a worship time beforehand. Buy my album. No, I'm joking. I don't have an album. I can make that joke. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think that's, you know, for me, that's that was a really important thing. And, you know, I did totally used to do the praying in tongues. Like, I'd especially do it when I go into school. I'd be, like, walking in just be like, just praying in tongues under my breath. And not in, like, a really creepy way because... <laughs> I'm uh, breaking eye contact with one single person. up. I have heard people do it on the train medical before, medical and medical. you know, I'm like, fair play. Like, you want to do it on the train? That's that's cool. It's just that might get you in trouble at some point. Um, Meh. <laughs> fairly out loud and quite, you know, yeah, looking at people. But you know that, and fair play. It if don't God's... bind people. That's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's how I that's how I've done it. Jesus lived this life. It, he, you know what I mean, like and and we see the
0: the apostles living this life out rather organically. It was proactive, sure, but it it, it was also part of their everyday. It wasn't an all-consuming addition. Yeah, it was seamlessly woven in. So, uh, yeah, live live in a sustainable supernatural way. Uh, that's that's what the fact of having the Spirit of God inside you offers you. That it's not something you have to call up. It's not something far off and distant. It's actually right inside you. It is part of you. Mm. And and you have every blessing in Christ afforded to you. And so that's not to be overlooked. And I wholeheartedly hope that you just understand. And it's the saying we use here at Christ Church in in the Jesus Ministry teaching. But that you are... um, you're a thermostat, not a thermometer. You don't have to just tell the fact that a room is a certain temperature. You actually get to reshape it, rechange it. And you get to kick on the heat. If it's feeling cold and you get to bring on the AC, if you are feeling hot and you get to, to navigate what it is in the spiritual realm.
1: Yeah. That's such a good analogy. I really like that. Me too. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) Well guys, we, we really hope that this has
0: been a blessing. Um, and, and if you got any questions, feel free to to shoot us a message at Holy Please Ramblings Instagram. Uh, would you know? We'd love to hear from you. Remember to subscribe, and we will catch up with you in a fortnight. Fortnight, Johnsy, would you bless us?
1: Oh, I most certainly will. Jesus, I want to thank you um, that we get to influence our work. Look, I want to thank you that we get to um, speak into the spiritual realm, Father, and. Declare your name and your joy and your peace and your patience and and all the good things that that you're about, Father. I want to thank you that we get to proclaim that in in our work. Father, I want to thank you that we don't have to be Ned Flanders' Father, but we get to be spiritual warriors, Father. God, give people the um, courage and the sight, Father, to see what you're doing and where you're leading. And um, Jesus, we bless uh, each other. We bless your name and we bless every person listening. In your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Cool, guys. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you in a fortnight. See you guys soon. Ciao, ciao.